Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to revisit a 2021 interview we did with Julie Bonner, the Director of Communications for Freefall Arizona. They're a company launching satellites into space, and although they were not part of the OSIRIS-REx mission, that's getting a lot of press, and all of this is happening through the University of Arizona and their fabulous uh, departments there. Today is October 1st, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts. We shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about regarding Tucson's urban core. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between. You get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android with our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to interact with us on the show, head over to Facebook and Instagram. That's probably the best way to do it. And you can also check out our, uh, our, our information about our book, past episodes, or learn about us on our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org. So we had an anniversary, a birthday party of sorts uh, this week. Downtown Radio celebrating eight years. We got together, first time in a while that the DJs got together uh, and uh, celebrated. Not everyone can make it, of course, but there was a really good showing uh, at our studio in the underground bunker there at uh, the Steinfeld Warehouse. It's fun to see people get to know some of the faces that I have not yet met. Uh, I got to meet Jim and Dave. I'm huge fans of theirs on Monday night. And, of course, uh, Paleo Dave, who does our, our weekly show uh, uh, every every day, every morning during drive time. Um, Brother Mock, uh, DJ Bank. Oh, my God. The list was just on and on and on. And a huge shout-out to a Buck and Honey. You know, they, they live right on the streetcar route, and they've been listening to my show since it started. They give me good feedback. They have a great show on Fridays at 5. And... Uh, you know, I don't, I don't give them enough love. So here's some love to Buck and Honey. And uh, check them out Friday at 5 on Downtown Radio. Well, we've been in operating for eight years. And in that roughly same time frame, a rocket launched from Earth, landed on an asteroid, collected some sample material, and headed it on back to Tucson. I'm sorry, Utah. And um, uh, the uh, uh, material now is in Earth possession in a laboratory and will be analyzed over the next several years to determine kind of the makeup, the cosmic makeup of this universe. And this project was a huge uh, propulsion from the University of Arizona, the Planetary Sciences Department. There's a specific professor there, Dante Loretta, which has really been heading this up. And I mean, eight years ago, I'm just thinking about this, you know, seven years ago, I think it was 2016 when they launched that. Just amazing to me that they had all this sort of mapped out. And I'm still trying to figure out from day to day what my schedule looks like. But in honor of that, um, we, we do intend to reach out and, and have an interview about this particular topic. But we know that Tucson and the University of Arizona have a big part in uh, what's happening in outer space. And we did an interview with Julie Bonner uh, a couple of years ago talking about a company called Free Fallen that launches these really intricate and um, unique satellites into space. So I thought it'd be a good time to replay that interview. And again, this is Julie Bonner from 2021. Hi, I'm Julie Bonner with Freefall Aerospace. 
Freefall Aerospace. That sounds pretty cool. What, what do you do with Freefall Aerospace? Freefall develops antennas for space and for the ground, ground stations. So it's new technology right here in Tucson, Arizona. And so in what do you do? Do you go in space and you, you, you personally, are you the one that puts the... Yeah, I go every other weekend right now. I hope to make that like more frequent. You know, there's going to be a hotel there soon. But no, I, d- I don't actually go to space. I um, help Freefall with the marketing, communications, and design. So my current role is as marketing director for this company. So tell me about that piece of it first, because what I think of a company that puts antennas on rockets to go into space, I don't think of them needing like this huge marketing, like you're not trying to drive business, but... Well, actually, I think I, I am trying to drive business. It's interesting. Um, our One of our co-founders, Doug Stetson, um, he was at NASA JPL for over 25 years and got to help out some really great mis- missions, um, but also then when started Freefall with Chris... Chris, Chris Walker, who's the other founder, um, they realized that marketing and, and communication is actually a really big part of a startup. So they started their own company, Freefall Aerospace, to take this technology Chris designed actually at the U of A and then bring it to market. And so they realized while the engineers are working on parts and prototypes in the lab, um, it's always important to have that marketing collateral promotions piece as you're looking for the latest round of funding as you want to connect with um future partnerships future partners so it's actually more important than i think people realize and startups definitely need to make sure they have that kind of assistance well we connected because this is a startup and i was uh, kind of blown away by the fact that the u of a was so prominent in this because that chris was uh, yes tell us about chris and the u of a and how this yes. sort of came to be yes so chris walker is a professor of astronomy at the university of arizona i think he also is like a double e um and then one other college he's involved with um so he's really busy um but he created this new design for this antenna and it was while he was at the u of a and so um he partnered with doug stetson who i mentioned earlier and they took this through the whole tech launch program and that's the incubator program for technology coming out of the u of a and so they go through this whole process and then eventually they recommended hey you could really use help with your branding, marketing, all of those pieces. And that's how I got connected with the company. So it was actually um, a few people over at Tech Launch that said to Doug, hey, you should talk to Julie Bonner. Branding's her specialty. And so that's how the conversation got started. Um, so it's really exciting. This technology is from the U of A and, um, and Freefall licenses that. And now Freefall has also created its own um, IP now as its own company. And, and so two things. First of all, tell me about Tech Launch. This is a, an intermediary from, is it only for University of Arizona projects? Yes. So it's called uh, Tech Launch Arizona, and it was developed, it's over at the U of A, and it's that piece that helps bridge the gap between professors um, that have this new technology or inventions, and how do they actually go ahead and make that, turn that into a reality. And so it takes them through those steps. And then you'll see there's... Um, there's there's other pieces to that like there's new things like the bridges that are coming where then people can office or actually freefall actually started in UACI University of Arizona Center of Innovation 
um, that's where our first offices were, which is actually down on uh, Rita Road in that tech parks. U of A has really tried to put together this whole program for if you have this technology, um, how can you make it happen? And here's here's some guidance, here's some offices you can use. And so there's this whole program to really help create companies from technology at the U of A. And does the U of A benefit financially from this? Yes. Or? They, um, but yes, there's like a, it's, okay. the deals are worked out where U of A benefits um, from these deals with the licensing and that kind of thing. So the professor, with the help of the university, the students, the research, they cre- they come up and create the technology. That technology, if it's marketable, needs to get into the hands of someone with the capital to make it yes. worthwhile. Yes. And Tech Launch bridges that gap. Money goes back to the university, and people like Chris and others yeah. benefit. Yes. Uh, and, and he stays at the university. He hasn't left the university. He's still there teaching. Yeah. So Chris is actually still at the University of Arizona teaching. Doug is um, our CEO. And what's really two things I want to bring up is one, Doug actually is from Pasadena. Um, you know, he went to, he was at NASA JPL for so long. He could have chosen anywhere. They could have chosen anywhere to have our headquarters and, but they wanted to keep it here in Tucson. So we have the university of Arizona ties. We created our headquarters here in Tucson. And we also have, uh, some of, uh, this grad students that Chris had are now employees of free fire space. So we're also, hiring um, University of Arizona engineers to be a part of our company. So there's there's a really cool tie-in. And the other piece I want to mention was you talked about funding. Um, UA Venture Capital is 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 who invested in Freefall, and it's really awesome, really exciting because because that type of funding is is what we needed to go to these next steps, and that's what um, that company does. They invest in technology that comes out of the U of A, and the portfolio is amazing. I actually met. Many of these other companies they've invested in um, pretty recently in a meeting, and it's exciting. It's a really diverse type of tech. There's a lot more in space and aerospace in Tucson than I was ever aware of. Are you familiar with kind of what's happening in that world? Yes. Um, What's exciting, not only in Tucson, but Arizona. I think Arizona as a state, I think we're going to be one of the next amazing like space states. Um, there's a lot going on you don't even realize. Um, but let's see, here in Tucson, so we're a freefall aerospace. We're developing these antennas for space. It's, help, it's to help move data quicker, and everyone needs more data and faster and better. Um, and so we're developing an inflatable CubeSat antenna for space. Um, do I explain st- that? Stop right there okay. with CubeSat. Okay. Because uh, I just learned about this concept. Yes. But uh, this is, again, technology beyond my, okay. my comprehension. Yeah. Tell us what a CubeSat is. CubeSat. Okay, so it's a really small um, small satellite uh, that's very compact and that you can put up into space and it costs less because it, it, it weighs the masses a lot less. And so it, you can have your technology fit into these. It's called a U, which basically means unit. So our... Our antenna is really exciting. It only fits into like two units of this CubeSat. And I mean like the size of like a, a loaf of bread, like really small. Um, that saves so much money. Back in the day, satellites were like eight tons and like three meters wide and they cost a lot of money. And nowadays you can send them up on rockets for a fraction of the cost. And what's exciting about ours is that it'll be compact inside this little box. Once it gets up into space, it, it opens and it'll inflate picture a beach ball and it will um, send and receive data 
better than other solutions, but also it's so much cheaper to, to put up in a space because it weighs nothing. Picture it's air. It's basically a bit of air inflated in here, and then that helps this uh, array kind of move data back down there. And does someone have to be on the receiving end to do this, or is it all done remotely? It's actually automatic how it's going to be set up um, to, to go up and do that. And then we kind of build the other piece of that, which is a ground station. So you need the receiving end on Earth. And so we were using the same type of spherical technology in this antenna array on the ground. And so we're building a system of uh, moving data better. And you know that's where everything's going in space. So the more that we can actually get data back from space quicker, the better. Um, because why do we even put uh, experiments up in space if we can't actually get the data about how they're doing? So that's where solving them. You launch this, yeah. this CubeSet. Is there, does it go to a person? Is there a person that accompanies it to, to set it up in no, space? No, it's not, no, no. it's just totally um, built to open up itself, basically. Wow. We'll be back to hear more about this amazing technology from Free Fallen as part of our celebration of space and the connection to the University of Arizona. But first, I want to remind you that you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM, and streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 18. 2420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. All right, we're back and we're going to finish up this interview. Again, it's from 2021 with Julie Bonner of Freefall Arizona. They launched satellites into space and we're uh, recognizing the success and celebrating all of the efforts of the University of Arizona team uh, that's having an impact in outer space. So we're talking, so we talked about U of A and we're talking about this inflatable CubeSat. And what's really exciting is we're working on this project right now, right now called CatSat for, you know, the U of A Wildcats. And it's, it's building this new um, small CubeSat that's going to go in space next April. So it's going to fly on a Firefly rocket out of Vandenberg Air Force Base. And this is a really exciting project because it's getting involved, my company, Freefall Aerospace, with the University of Arizona. University of Arizona students are getting the opportunity to work on this project. We also involved another Tucson um, aerospace-related place called Rincon's Research. They're supplying the radio in this effort. Um, so it's a really cool partnership with U of A, with these local um, tech companies, and we're putting it into space next April, and we're so excited. Freefall is not the only um, company out there. What, what else is happening in the, in the aerospace world? What's, what is Tucson doing in space? Stephen Fleming, he's at the U of A. He runs a space business roundtable once a month. And if you're interested, there's a list you can join. It's, it's free to attend. Um, every month he has a different speaker about space. And so um, Freefall, that's how I got involved the past. Doug was a speaker. But um, this past month we had Grant Anderson from Paragon. And Paragon is a Tucson company here. Um, it's really exciting. They build the life support systems for the astronauts that go in space. So very crucial things. You can't, he explained how obviously you can't just send a human up without the oxygen and the water and the 
the environment so they can survive. And so that's what Paragon helps with. What's really cool is I think his workforce has expanded from like 50 to 150 in the past year. Like it's been a huge thing and it's exciting. They're right here. And that's another company you may not even know about. Um, What's been fun is in the past, I've gone to conferences like we had one in space. It's called Space Comets in Houston. And like free fall, we're right here. And then across across the aisle is Paragon. And we're like two Tucson tech companies um, in this really cool field of really other really cool space um, tech happening. You know, what's interesting, too, is um, over the past few years, I've really connected with this group called the Arizona Spaceport Alliance. And so... They're trying to build a spaceport, I believe, in Yuma. And uh, it's exciting about a place in our state that rockets. We have the great weather. Um, I think the Sea of Cortez is right nearby, so it's a safer place to launch. There's exciting things that can happen. And these are things happening behind the scenes that not everyone knows about. And a lot of this then is, is connected through the University of Arizona and, and their, their efforts. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Um, I I would say the University of Arizona, especially with the Space Business Roundtable, has been hosting this uh, roundtable for a few years now. And it's been a great way to connect with other, other space-related businesses, network, and then learn about new information coming. So when, when you talk about the University of Arizona's position with, with this type of technology, are there similar efforts across the country or is the University of Arizona stand out? Are we, we're number one or, or are we just one of thousands of space roundtables across the country? Like I mentioned how Arizona is uh, becoming, I think, this really space state. Um, ASU is also really involved with research. Um, there was this uh, cool expert. She was up there about Mars. Uh, she talked a lot about Mars on Twitter. Um, it's really fun, actually. I want to bring that up to follow some of these uh, universities and also just experts in space to see what's going on. Um, so I think ASU is really involved. And in fact, uh, Freefall also partnered with ASU on a, a kind of a what's it called capstone project for some of their students about one of our ground stations. So we're really trying to connect like with the community, connect with universities and and obviously University of Arizona, but we're you know, we're open to other schools and we hope that we can help um help the youth of kind of Arizona get into this growing industry. And I know this is not your project, but yeah. uh, there's been a lot of news lately about uh, 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 the U of A team and working with a uh, uh, following us, uh, an asteroid. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know much about that project? Uh, you just asked about the Bennu, the asteroid um, in space that finally they just got to take the sample. And I actually watched it with my son. It's really exciting. So seeing uh, this technology a few years later actually reach an asteroid, collect uh, a bit of dust and dirt and sample gonna bring that back and it'll take a few years to get back but it's really exciting I actually just saw to the U of A had an anonymous donation of two million for their space programs and some of that is gonna go more to the Osiris Rex project and Osiris Rex that's the project with, with yes. the asteroid okay yes. and you mentioned your son so let me ask you yeah. about that you He's at an age where he's probably enamored by space, but has since you've been working for Freefall, has his sort of ambitions in life changed? Oh yeah, <laughs> Seaver finally starting to understand more about. In the beginning, he he, he thought I built airplanes or something like so. Now that he's been in the office, he really understands. And what's adorable is that so he's ten. 
he's come in and he'll like design, he'll sketch something out and show it to Doug and be like, I think this is something maybe you guys can invent. Like, so he's he's drawing, he's coming up with concepts. Um, what's really cool though is I brought him to the last Space Business Roundtable with Paragon, and Seaver has an interest especially in science and chemistry. And wow, you really need to understand chemistry and science if you're building life support systems. Um, you know, in space. So he basically said, I think I want to work here when I'm older. So he's 10. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think it's really cool that he's getting exposed to these companies and technology that, that it's like that I, you know, didn't know a few years ago. So I think that's how you start to build a dynasty. You, 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 you get the, uh, the intellectual property from the University of Arizona turned into marketable. And then you get the community rallied around that employment. And then the families start to get involved. And next thing you know, you've got a 10 year old that a few years ago probably had very little interest in space. And now all of a sudden is, you know, on the, the fast track to go to the U of A's aerospace program and yes. take one of his, uh, his drawings and get it launched into space in a few years. He definitely is. And I think he definitely has kind of engineering vibes. He's really good with math and science and, um, I think he's a little problem solver. I think it'll be a good fit. And and uh, I won't be sad if he doesn't come to my company. If he doesn't, <laughs> it'll be okay. Yeah. Well, as long as he's making the money and taking yes. care of mom, right? There you that's, go. That's yes, all that matters. Take care of me, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been fascinating for me because I, I just don't think of sleepy old Tucson. You know, it's the old West town. I don't think of it as a, a pioneer in, in space travel, but really it's, it, it has its place in space. Yeah, it, uh, there's definitely a place in space. And, you know, one thing also, if anyone wants to learn more about the technology in general in Arizona is we're really involved with the Arizona Technology Council. It's statewide. And so um, there's events in Tucson, there's events in Phoenix, but it's been really eye-opening for me to learn about what we're doing right here, right in Tucson, and also connecting with um, other people in technology. And then especially for me, women in technology, which is even more of a minority, I believe. So um, there's a lot happening. It's just not as uh, talked about as our tacos and trails, right? Which which are the fun, you know, the, the things that we, we love, we all love, so. Uh, I, I love the story of the University of Arizona, this con- concept of the tech launch, the capital from UA Venture, all of this sort of happening organically and um, you know leading to great things and uh, the great beyond yeah well, yeah. I, I appreciate your time and uh, look forward to the April 2022 launch yes and um, there, there will be lots of news about our April launch since I'm the one behind all the <laughs> I'll be pushing the news everyone will hear about the launch in April and there'll be lots leading up to it as well well let's let's circle back at the beginning of the year and um, see if I can squeeze an invite into the launch party okay yes sounds good all right thanks for your time thanks you know what i never did get an invite to that launch party i'm a little bitter that's right i'll get over it julie bonner thanks again for your time that was from 2021 my name is tom heath you are listening to life along the streetcar and downtown radio 99.1 fm and streaming on downtownradio.org support for downtown radio is provided by the tucson gallery Located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street, the Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to thetucsongallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery.
Well, once again, huge birthday and anniversary shout out to Downtown Radio. Eight years, absolutely amazing. Um, and you think about this done with, without people being paid. All these DJs, show hosts, board members just out there doing something that they love. And I think we all feel honored to be able to share what we love. You know, I got that feeling from talking to all of these, these DJs last night. They're appreciative of having the platform. Um, but I know I'm appreciative as a fan to hear what they uh, spend their time doing. And some of them, they spend a lot of time making this a great station. Everyone works hard. Uh, other, some, some put in uh, multiple shows, which is hours and hours of work each week. Well, we're going to leave you with music today by Stevie Nicks, a song you may have heard, but a version uh, that maybe not. In honor of our guest, Julie Bonner from Free Fall, Arizona, we're going to play Free Fallen. My name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week. And tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. She's a good girl. Loves her mama. Loves Jesus. And America, too. She's a good girl. Crazy about Elvis. Loves horses. And a boyfriend, too.